Hello, hello, and welcome back to A Life Extraordinary. I'm your show host, Roberto, and today I'm coming to you once again from the Airstream in Whistler, British Columbia. And I thought, what better mini-show to do than to do one about a country I love so? And that island rock in the middle of the Atlantic is a nation of few people, only about 350,000, of which 250,000 are on in one city. And this island nation, uh, known as Islandia or Iceland, um, is a place where you will discover such a quirk in culture, but at the same time, you'll see the most dramatic landscapes that you've ever seen in your life. And, and it's a nation where you can keep driving and driving and see the world as it was millions of years ago, because it's so young in in regards to uh, its geology and geography that it really is uh, a glimpse into the past and it shows us how the land used to be before time. Because when being a volcanic rock, you know, it's it's at the nascent stages of what the rest of our planet is because it took millions of years for soil to accumulate on volcanic rock and for trees to be able to grow and for places not to be fully volcanically active as well. It's a country where you can drive around the whole country in about four or five days, if you really put your mind to it, taking the road known as the Ring Road, which drives all the way around. But there's so many things to do in this tiny island nation, and there's a reason why I've been there seven times now. The first times was out of sheer curiosity in the early days of Iceland's explosion or when it, uh, touristic explosion. And in those early days, we said, you know, why not go discover this island nation that looks so absolutely dramatic? And, and it has always been impressive. You know, there are, there's volcanic rock, there's towering waterfalls just off of the roadways. Um, there's an unlimited amount of ponies or horses, as they like to call them. And the most impressive thing of all is that the landscape is just so dramatic. You know, you you feel like you're either driving on the moon or or just on another planet entirely. The weather is frigid. The weather is cold. Um there's only about a 10 to 15% uh, degree difference from summer to winter, which is quite interesting because basically that means that, that you pretty much have the same weather year-round. This last trip that I was there, we had uh, bouts of rain, snow, wind, sun, and then right back to snow. So even though you may, might be having a beautifully wonderful sunny day, the next day could be stormy and snowing. Even though you think that summer has perhaps arrived, the next day could be a snowstorm. And indeed, that's exactly what we experienced while there. On this trip, I did something a little bit different, which was to head up into the northern part of the country, which not as many people visit as uh, at this time of year or at any time of year. Because when you only have four or five days, then the southern part of the uh, the country is the section that you tend to peruse. Um, because it takes a good, you know, day of driving to go to up to the northern part. But I did see, you know, things up there that I hadn't seen before on the southern part. For example, there's the whole 
Mirvatan area. And the, this geologically active area has um, lots of sulfuric pools. You've got uh, a crater, a volcanic crater with a blue lagoon in it. Um, that being said, this time that I went, even though it was only October, I expected it to be, we were actually going to paddleboard on it. Um, but when we got there, we discovered that it was frozen over. So in October, frozen over, you know, you get it. <laughs> then um, there was the, the a blue lagoon, which is also uh, from a power station in that area that not many people go to because obviously they go to the southern section of the country to explore um, and to the blue lagoon that's there. But this one is also um, the wastewater that comes from uh, that geothermal factory. Um, a few of the very, very uh, spectacular waterfalls that you must visit when you're there. Um, there's the one that you've seen in pictures where it looks like a just a giant towering wall of water. Um, and it's impressive. You know, it's likely the most impressive waterfall that I've ever seen. And it's uh, it's called Skogafoss. And uh, in, in Iceland, everything that's foss is, is waterfall. So just so you're aware. Uh, another really neat one, which is on your drive there, and it was, which is one of the spots that many, many people do tend to stop by, is called Seljalanfoss. In this waterfall, you're able to actually walk behind the waterfall. And that's really neat because, because when you get that perspective uh, and the sun is shining through, then obviously there's a myriad of color created and rainbows galore. Um, and that one is called Seljalanfoss. But there's another hidden one that not many people know about, that if you hit, head along the gravel road that goes on all the way past Seljalanfoss, it leads you to one called Natusajil. And you'll only see this tiny sign pointing to the right to go visit it. And, uh, and that is where the gravel parking spot is to go see it. Um, Natusajil is uh, you have to hike through a canyon to get to the waterfall, and it is impressive by all means, quite quite magical. And and seeing a waterfall at the end of a walk, uh, hike that you had to grab onto chains and and walk along a wall, etc. etc. is is pretty pretty fancy and and uh, and lovely to see. And the pictures that you take there are wonderful of course i invite you to go to my instagram the expeditioners and and check it all out and see for yourself what we have been doing um a few other spots of course there's the famed glacial lagoon uh, known as jokul sarlon or as an american would say jokul sarlon and and this lagoon is quite unique because while it it has a a wall of glacier a giant glacier that's calving chunks of ice all the time. And in the lagoon, these glaciers obviously congregate. Um, these glaciers, these icebergs congregate. And so you can make, watch them make their way all the way to the sea. And it's quite impressive to see this, of course. So, so that's definitely a spot that you want to hit up. And, and as they make their way to the sea, they go through this little channel. And the, the number one viewing spot for the lagoon is right in front of this channel. But once they make it past this channel and they hit the sea, of course you're going to get um, the tide and the waves. Um, and if the tide's coming in, then those same icebergs that are heading out to sea get picked up by the tide and thrown back onto this black sand beach. And it's that black sand beach that many people will look at and say, wow, that is unique because you've got such a contrast of, of the darkest sand you can imagine with 
icebergs, any, anywhere the size from a thimble or a, a, a tiny pen to uh, a vehicle. <laughs> and, uh, and the contrast of the sheen and clear blue ice um, with, with the, the sand is impressive indeed. So definitely, and this is known as um, Diamond Beach or Iceberg Beach or Yokutarlon Beach. <clears throat> then favorite hotel to stay there for sure, for sure, is the Foss Hotel of, of the Glacial Lagoon. And it's about a 30, 20, 30 minute drive from uh, the lagoon. And it's got uh, two hot tubs outside. But what's really wild about them is that when you're in these hot tubs, the wind can kick up so quickly and so ferociously <laughs> that, that it creates white caps on the hot tub. But after a day out exploring this very barren landscape, um, a glass of wine in the hot tub with these white caps is impressive indeed. Um, the interior of Iceland is, a, is an area that such few people tend to go into. And I highly, highly recommend it because it is absolutely unique and beautiful. So I do recommend, do head into the interior and explore and see um, a bit because it is impressive. Now, um, what other places uh, can I tell you? The, oh yeah, the interior, there's a hike called uh, the Land Manalaugur Hike. And um, and when you head out there, you know, you'll see these mountains that are ochre and orange and red and green. And the, the vast array of colors um, really leaves you in awe to look at. And uh, and I highly recommend that one as well. So Landmannalaugur, make sure you head into the t interior and do some of those hikes. That hike is about a 50-kilometer hike, I believe, and it kicks you out to a part called Thorsmork, Um and really, really interesting. Now, everybody knows about the Blue Lagoon and how wondrous that is and a, and a fantastic place to go, but many people been to the new lagoon called Sky Lagoon. And I highly recommend this one because it's quite different than the Blue Lagoon in its own way. And and you'd, you'd really like to see it, I tell you. You'd really like to see it because it has little waterfalls coming down and you've got, you're at the uh, cusp of the ocean and they've got this experience of going through the sauna and then through a bath uh, where you obviously wash yourself with the silica beads um, and that's, that's so known for in Iceland. Um, and that's a great spot. And of course, make your make sure to to head out for a night on the town in Reykjavik. They are a lively bunch, and I would highly recommend hitting up a few bars because Icelanders, well, while living on a rock in the middle of nowhere, absolutely love to party. Well, there's a glimpse into things to do when in Iceland. A few more other ones, of course, dive between the tectonic divide known as Silfra. You can do this in a dry suit or in a wetsuit and free dive it. It is impressive. The coldest water you've ever seen. Um, I mean, the coldest water you've ever seen. How does that work? Um, the clearest water you've ever seen with up to, I think it's 60 meters of visibility and um, and probably the coldest water you've ever been, of course. There's the Geysir just up the road from there. Um, there's Godafoss. Um, there's plenty of waterfalls. and uh, And for those more intrepid travelers head off into the west fjords to drive on mountains like you never have before well thanks for tuning in on when in iceland and the next episode coming to you in a few hours i'm rid of the expeditioners thanks for tuning in we'll see you later